You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Romans 12 and 2. Can we read this out loud? Ready? Read. And, and be not and do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And do not be conformed to this world. Do not go about doing things the way the world does it. Whichever way the world does it, you do it God's way. <laughs> Amen. But transformation only comes by knowing what the will of God is. And once I know the will of God, guess what? I can live out the will of God. And once you discover his will, you can get to that place where John says, now, this is the confidence that we have in him. If I ask anything according to his will, I know he hears me. And since he hears me, I have the petition that I've asked. But if I don't know the will of God, how can I stand in confidence? So we want to get to that place where we are constantly renewing our minds. And let me say this. This is not a one-time effect. It's something that must be done every day. Renewing the mind is a daily process. Will you say that? Renewing the mind is a daily process. And let me say something. Um, what's holding people back are um, beliefs, lies, untruths, whatever ideologies, and, and the word that pastor used is paradigms. And the only way things are going to change, how you see things has to change. And for the believer, and, and I can't say this enough, man, God's word is true. And this is how we live. And the reason why a lot of Christians aren't living successfully God's way is because they don't trust biblical principles. Now, and just let me say this. Everybody in here under the sound of my voice, we live based upon certain beliefs. There are principles that you govern your life by. My only question is, are they biblical principles? And what's happening, we try to go about things the way the world does it, and we encourage not to be conformed to the world. So the confusion comes in. We try to do a little bit of God's way, a little bit of world's way. We try to trust a little bit of biblical principles in conjunction with worldly principles. It doesn't work like that. That's why he said, trust me with all your heart. See, not some. See, I'm not trusting God fully if I'm taking a little bit of his and a little bit of theirs. And, and, and let me tell you what worldly and let me tell you what people are doing or taking biblical principles. They're not necessarily saying the word of God. But they're taking biblical principles, putting their spin on it, and it's working for them. Whereas we should be the leaders of the pack. <laughs> but you have to get to that place where you trust God. Let me give you something because I want to talk about the six C's. Six C's that are essential for successful change. Six C's. But before I get to that, real quickly, let me give you, uh, let's look at these verses real quickly. Proverbs 18.30. Proverbs 18.30. Now, write this down. Principles can be defined as a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a change of reasoning. For a chain of reason, I said again, principles, principles can be defined as a fundamental truth or a proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reasoning. So every day there are fundamental truths 
whether they are not true but true to us, but there are things that we govern our life by. And for the believer, Jesus said, and you shall know the truth. You shall know me. Why? For I am the way, the truth. <laughs> so those of us who are believers, we should govern our lives based upon biblical truths, Bible principles. Yes. Let's read this verse. Are you there? Ready? Let's read this. What a God. No, read it like it is. What a God. His road stretches straight and smooth. Every God direction is a road tested. Hold on, hold on. What he's saying is that every direction, every road traveled his way has been tested and tried. That's why when we acknowledge him, he will direct that smooth road. Notice he says every God direction is road tested. Everyone who runs toward him makes it. So perhaps if I'm not making it, maybe I have not ran toward God being that God is wisdom and direction on the matter. Psalm 19, 7 and 8 amplified. Ready? Let's read. The law of the Lord is what? Perfect. The law of the Lord is perfect. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That word law is synonymous with doctrine, commandments, precepts, principles of the Lord is what? Perfect, flawless, restoring and refreshing. Or in original Greek, uh, it, it means converting the soul. Talking about that mind. God's law will convert or transform the mind. God's principles. Okay. That's why uh, Romans 12 and 2 tells us to uh, once we're renewing our mind, we're able to prove what is the perfect will of God. The statutes of the Lord are reliable, trustworthy, making wise the simple. Do you see this? So you can take someone who's uh, may complete it fifth grade, but they apply biblical principles and he will make wise the simple. So those who may not, if maybe you went all the way through college, but because you got his wisdom, it makes you appear to be wiser than, let, let me say something. King Solomon knew that, man, I can't do it. If we're talking about the king. If the king knew how to ask for wisdom, who are we to think that we could do this by ourselves without God's help? Verse 8, the precepts or the principles of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightened the eyes. Numbers 23, 19. And I want to show you these because we got to get to the place where we trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Are you here? Is it ready? Let's read. God is not like man who lie. He is not a human who changes his mind. Whatever he promises, he does. He speaks and it is done. God is not like man. Whatever God speaks, you can count on it. Why? Because that road has been tested and tried. So let's talk about the six C's that are essential for what? Chains. Now notice we just looked at principles, 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 and we said principles are basically fundamental truths um, that we use to govern our behavior, okay? And let me say something. Principles work for anybody who works them. Principles do not discriminate. Principles work for everyone who works them. And when you lack guiding principles, I'm talking about for the believer, the right principles, when you lack guiding principles in your life, it leads to capricious behavior or erratic behavior, and a lot of people are capricious being that they over here one day, they over there, and they one day they want to do this, one day they're doing that. And the reason being because there are no set principles whereby that they govern their lives. That, that's why James says, let not the double-minded man think he's going to receive anything. Why? Because he's unstable. You're trying to do it this way and that way, and, and this man said that. And this, either I'm going to trust God's way. I'm talking to the believer, man. And when you are erratic in your behavior, you're all over the place. That's people, you, you probably know people like that. Girl, this my girl, man, next year, you're all over the place. And whenever you're all over the place, you know where you end up? In a state of quandary, quandary, state of perplexity. 
or uncertainty. They're confused. Why? Because they don't know that. No guiding principles. Can I ask you something? What principles are you using to govern your lives by? From a moral standpoint, do you go with the world's way? Anything goes? Or do you say, man, I'm waiting on God. Wait, hold on. When I say waiting on God, I'm going to do it God's way. That's what I meant by that. Because you have to do something. Okay? I need to clarify that because some of y'all are going to sit still and I'm going to do it God's way. Okay? From a moral standpoint, do you believe in sex before marriage? Or are you going to do it God's way? I'm going to remain chaste. Until I, that's what I meant by waiting. I'm going to wait until I walk down that aisle. No, no. After we walk down the aisle and we actually, there's a, I do. Yeah. So don't wait to engage. An engagement is not a problem. Uh, I mean, that's not a guarantee. There's, been a penalty. there's people who've been engaged for years. Now, my question is, why so long? That's another message. I need to stay on, on point. But what, I'm just saying, what principles are you using to govern your lives what principles do you use for as far as finances i was thinking today i can't let me see do you honor god with everything do you honor god from your business those of you who are business owners with a tithe saying lord i don't even still don't know how the increase is coming but i do know the blessings come from you so here go your portion see and listen, and when you have guiding principles, it's something, Sister Moore, that I don't deviate from because I know that this works. I've been tithing since God knows when. Pastor and I have been made, married 18 years, and before then, you know what I'd do? When I would tithe, I would write down the stuff that we've taught you, what God is going to do. Even when it didn't look like, I was still writing down. And I don't allow circumstance situations cause me to back off my principles because principles that have been road tested, you should know that this works. What I will not do is stop what has been working for me, man. That's what I don't get it. So what principles are God in your life? This is important because whatever value system you have, Whatever value, I, I want you to write this down. What value system you have is going to control your decision making. What value system you have is going to control your decision making. So if you don't have a value system based upon biblical principles, you're not going to govern your life by biblical principles. But whatever that value system is, that's what's going to guide your life. So you can do it the world's way, your way, or God's way. You just missed what I just said. You could do it God's way, your way, or the world's way. And when I mean the world's, man's philosophy, man's ideals, man's ways. Whose ways are you? Whose principles are you using? Because God has been road tested. Man lies. <laughs> God comes through on his promises, Sister Moore. Man, ah, uh, he's wishy-washy. He's fickle. He might, he might not. But God, oh, he's coming through. No principles, no progress. If I was you, I would be a student and jot this down. No principles, no progress. Wrong principles, wrong progress. <laughs> right principles, right progress. Do you hear this? And here's what you have to remember. Stay the course. Because everything has a gestation period. A time of birthing <laughs> some longer than others an elephant's gestation period is longer i mean is different than maybe a whale or a, a dog's gestation period is different than maybe a, a a human beings but everything has a gestation period that time where the seed is maturing so you have to know that this works are you here if you apply the principle of sowing and reaping, just take a male and a female. If, you, if they apply that principle and that seed takes root, there's a nine-month gestation period. And what's happening? That seed is being developed. It's maturing. But there's going to come a day. 
it may come a little quicker, but nonetheless, there is a day. That's why Ecclesiastes said to everything, there is a season. So again, now watch that. When I, when I understand that, I'm going to stay steady to holding fast to God's principles. Why? Because to every, he said to everything, there is a season. So there has to be a season where this comes back. And you know what keeps people from applying principles? One, they don't understand gestation period. So then with those other beliefs that we talked about, that's why you have to renew your mind every day. So now there's all these phob phobias and fears that's holding them back. Don't want to uh, fear. Fear will keep you from trusting principles. Well, 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 well I, 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 if I give, what? See, let, let me tell you something. God is not a liar. So now I got to challenge the fear that says that if I give this, uh, am I gonna make it? You, you, you don't know His will. God don't mind it. Because if I knew His will, give and it shall be given. I'm not even contemplating. Listen, I'm going based upon principles that I know that work. So I'm not thinking about what's gonna happen if if I. That's a fear. See, when you know His thoughts towards you, thoughts of a future and a y'all with an expected end. See, 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 you have to get to the place where you, where you realize that your future is bigger than your fears. Y'all miss what I just said. See, I, see, when you realize that my future is much bigger and much brighter, this little thing doesn't stop me. I, I submit people who grip by fear haven't seen their future. Let's get with these six C's. Number one, six C's that are essential for change. Number one, number one. The first C's, C, excuse me, is cause. Cause, she's going to put up on the screen. What's cause? Let's read this. The reason or motive for action. What's my basis for the change? What's your basis for the change? Your cause is the why. Let me show you something. Proverbs 22, 13. Let me show you this. I'm going to give you all these six tonight. I'm trying to give it to you by 745. The lazy one manufactures. I, I need everyone reading this. She's going to put it back up there for you. The lazy one manufactures excuses and says, there's a lion outside. I will be killed in the streets if I go out to work. First of all, notice the scripture it adds the letter portion. I would be killed if I go in the streets by a lion or there's a lion outside. I would be killed in the streets. Notice what they're saying in the streets. It shows how ridiculous this person's excuse is because lions don't hang out in the streets in the city. They in the woods. Boy, y'all. So already you done made up an excuse and I submit to you, I submit to you, people Notice, Crystal, you got to have a why. Excuse makers don't have a why. They don't have a cause. They think if I try, there's a lion going to eat me up. Boy, what's your why? Watch this. People, let me say it this way. Those who refuse to accept the status quo, you got a cause. You have a why. Boy, God trying to say this is plain notice it says the, the lazy man manufactures excuses people who lack motivation don't have a cause don't have a why so if you see people who keep talking about it they don't have a why what's your reason for action see your why is the fuel that motivates you into action every day y'all missed that your cause or your why is the reason why you get up and do it every day. Not haphazardly, I give it 100. Every day, watch this, when I feel like it and when I don't. Why? Because I have a why. And my why is why I do it. Even when you don't feel like it. Uh, now I'm gonna give you some quotes that's going in volume two. Lazy people, people, lazy people never have a cause 
but they always have an excuse. Lazy people don't have a why, but they got an excuse. What? There's a lion outside. It might rain. There may be a shortage coming up. Perhaps there'll be another recession. What is your why? Watch this. If I get this, I'll be broke. You don't have a why. See, if you had a why, you'd realize that the only way I can get is by giving. And that's why I give. Boy. Excuses will always satisfy, boy, the conscience of those who don't have a why. That's why they didn't do that. Because the, the excuse gives them peace and solace. Man, man if I do this, man, I, I want that. Whatever the ridiculous excuses are. That's why you have to get away from people who don't have a why. Why? Because if you don't, you'll be saying the same thing. This, if I go out here, boy, now this is a good one. This is why you, you shouldn't make excuses. There are endless possibilities beyond the removal of every excuse. My God, throw this iPad. Well, I wish, see, if y'all was of a different persuasion, they'd have took that. And... Did you hear what I just said? Why? Because all things are possible, Jamil, Jamil, unto him that. What things are possible? See, people who have excuses don't, don't think like that. But if you remove that excuse, there are endless possibilities. Why? Because all things are possible if you think there's not a lion outside. There are endless, basically, with excuses, you can't see beyond. You, you don't see the possibilities when you make excuses. That's why it's not good to make excuses. Nothing's possible to the man who makes excuses. Nothing. Well, there go another one. Write that, somebody write that down, what I just said. What's your cause? Write that down. What's my cause? What's my why? Perhaps you're ready to live the God kind of life, and that's why you're going to start governing your life by biblical principles. I'm tired of living. Like, I've been saved all these years, and I'm still struggling. You, 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 what you're saying is I've been saved all these years, and I have not did it God's way consistently yet. That's what you're saying. I've been saved all these years, man. I'm still struggling. What, what you're saying is that I, I, I need to get to the place where I trust these principles regularly. Every day. Stop yelling. Maybe you want to create posterity for your children and generations to come. Why? Because you said be fruitful and multiply. A good man leaves an inheritance to his. What you got? Store it up. Well, I mean, what? They, they, because if you, they can't take your position in the marketplace. It would be nice if you say, okay, you don't put your 30 years in, they give you a gold pen. Hey, do you mind if my daughter take my position? It ain't like that in the world system. And we got to get to the place where there is more than heartaches and pain and turmoil when you decide to go see Jesus. Bunch of nonsense. <laughs> Fighting over dumb stuff, stupid stuff. What's your why? Maybe you finally realize that if you keep going the way you're going, it will lead to no end. Y'all just missed what I just said. Perhaps you came to the conclusion that if I keep going this way, it will lead to no end. So number one, the first why is what? You got to have a cause. What's your cause? Why are you doing it? Why are you doing what you're doing? Do you even know why? What's your why? Listen, this is the silly person. So I can give me a big house. Look, I see, that's not a why. That's the, see, now you, you're not. You know, if your why is no bigger than getting a house and a car, you need to get you a new why. That's small thinking. Number two, you have to have courage. We're talking about five C's that are essential to successful change. Six C's, thank you, sir, that are essential to successful change. Look, courage is what? Can be defined as the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to what? Face difficulty, danger, pain without fear. Bravery. Hey, watch this. Notice earlier I said people are just taking biblical principles, putting their own twist on it. Listen, watch this. I've just taken what pastor's been teaching and put my own spin on it. What's it? Do it afraid. See, courage. That's all it is. <laughs> Courage is, watch this, acting in accordance with my beliefs. <laughs> Look, Crystal, I'm acting in accordance with my principles 
especially in spite of criticism. I'm not going to waver because you don't understand how my life is governed. A carnal-minded person not going to understand spiritual things. So it, it's like beating a dead horse trying to explain to them why you chose this route. Psalm 53, I'm sorry, Psalm 56, 3 and 4, good news. So what's number two? You have to what? Have See, because here's the thing. When you decide to change and go a different route, the, the only people who will really understand are those who have an authentic why and cause. But those who are notorious for making excuses, those who don't have a why, oh, they can say things, but don't, don't worry about that. They don't have a why. So they can't possibly understand why you're doing what you're doing. Because that's another thing. When when you understand how bright and bigger your future is, you're not afraid to venture outside of small-minded, small-thinking people. And the reason, let me tell you what that, what all that is, the reason why we feel resistant and we feel like we have to gravitate back to it is because people have become accustomed to that environment. But when you realize that my why is much bigger than this right here. You kind of venture out. You're not afraid to meet new people. You're not afraid to embrace people who are doing it at a higher level. You're not afraid to. Boy, when I'm afraid, oh Lord, I put my trust in. Again, principles. Principles. I trust in God and I'm not afraid. I praise him for what he has promised. And we've seen that all his promises is a done deal. What can mere human being do to me? When, 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 when they lie, but you are the truth. When your promises have been tested, tried, validated, substantiated. <laughs> and they're true. Number three, commitment. You got to be committed. So number one, you got to have a cause. Number two, you got to have courage because whenever you leave, uh, uh, then too, sometimes when you start venturing out and going into unfamiliar territory, there, there's not a fear in the sense of you're afraid, but, you know, this is all new to me. But, but guess what? You got to embrace the challenge and be excited about new, meeting new people. Be excited about individuals that could help me get to where I really want to go. See, but see how people, people know I asked this question the other day. Let me ask it again. I think it was last Wednesday I asked this. Think of your five closest friends. If you needed $1,000, which one could give it to you and not miss it? I'm not talking about, well, when, when can you have it back to me Friday? Because if you don't have it Friday, I'm going to. Listen, for real. Somebody said, well, I don't, have, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have Friday. Do you have four? Okay, I don't want to put that much pressure on you. Do you have two friends that you can think of right now? I'm talking about friends now. That if you needed a thousand dollars, could come through and they not miss it. Now, don't be a hypocrite. Now, what's sad is that you can think of two or three, but when they think, now if they turn it around and say, "I can give it to you," but can you give it to me? And if I can't say, "Yeah," I need to change my why. Like why I don't have a thousand dollars. Seven people got upset at that. Seven of y'all, I sensed that. Seven, I ain't got seven. I mean, I can get it. I can go do a call, payday palm a title or something like that. See, I'm talking about without compromising any. I got a thousand dollars. And let me tell you something. If you've been a believer for any length of time, and I'm, I'm just saying, and I can't put my hand on it, are you tithing? Are you giving? Are you consistently applying biblical principles? I'm just saying. <laughs> did I say that to make you mad no said that for, so you can change your why why don't I have it wow okay okay uh, number three commitment the state or quality of what being dedicated to a now what's a tragedy you have a cause but you're not committed the state or quality of being dedicated to a what a cause activity Etc. Having devotion, faithfulness, allegiance. Are, are you gonna be? Are you gonna stay steadfast to this thing? See, see, see. When you have a cause, and, and I know I'm working on something, I, I can't do that. Why? Because I'm working on something. 
So things that would have enticed you before you had a cause don't move you now. My money has a mission. It has a purpose. Okay. Ah. Uh, whereas before, you invested into nonsense and nothing coming back. But when you have a purpose, you're more shrewd with James 5.11 message. Boy, this is good to me. I got two more and I'm going to be done. We need these. All I'm doing, God, is giving you biblical principles that work. Here's another biblical principle that we should follow. Follow those who after faith and patience, understand gestation, inherited the promises. Hebrews, what, 6 and 11 or 12, what is it? Who are you following? See, see we're missing this. Because perhaps, let, 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 let me say something. The people you follow should have a why or a cause. Because if they don't have a cause, they falling for anything. What's that saying go? If you stand for nothing, what's your cause? What's your why? It, it, see, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of us need to take a good hard look and just ask us, why am I still fooling with him? Why am I still fooling with her? Why? And just because I, we being friends all this time, that doesn't mean that you have a why. See, when you understand purpose and destiny, you don't have time to just be wasting around people who don't have a why. It sounds hard. Man, I, I got some passive friends that, that I've met that, 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 that and, and we sharp one another, and there's some that I've known for years, but, 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 but I had to get to the place where I said, you know what? I love you. But you don't have a why. And just because you are pastor doesn't mean that you have a cause. Because when you have a cause, you stay committed. Boy, y'all, ah, let's go back to, uh, okay, here it is. And desire, what does that say? And we decided each one of you show the same discipline that you do not become selected, but imitate those who through who you're imitating. The person that you're imitating, do they have fruit? Now, I ain't talking about some heat. Why? Listen, he's talking about believers here, not heathens. What believers am I following that has fruit? Just saying, I'm just asking. Let me calm down. Let's go back to cause number three, James 5:11. Commitment can be defined as the state or quality of being what? Dedicated to a cause. Commitment is what? Being dedicated to a what? So that means I'm not going to quit when the tough, what is the tough get going or the goings get tough? You hear what Pastor said? When the going, when the going get tough, the tough keep going. That's commitment. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, when you have a why, it will. That's your motivator. When you have a why, if you're not motivated, I, I, I really ask yourself, do I have a cause? Because nothing motivates me. Listen, I can see you hungry this week. Maybe hungry next week, and perhaps the week after. But if two months later you're still hungry, I need to ask myself, do I have a why? If I, my dad say this all the time, man, what you working for? You don't never have any money. Why, why are you working, son? What you working for? Why you ask? What you did? You and you don't ask to borrow the money. What you do with your money? See, holding me accountable. We don't like because he's saying if you're working like I work, you ought to have money like I have money. But what was happening? He was following principles while I was out here playing. And some of us need to. See, and if I'm making a comment, I'm on a fixed income. I'm on a budget, and I can't. Do, you don't have a why. Especially when I next month I'm in the same place. Next month I'm in the same place. Next month I'm in the same place. Change your why. We're not. And Christians have been Christians, but all Christians have not been following biblical principles. Because either God is telling the lie or Christians are telling the truth. And if it's something's not happening that he said to happen, I believe God and not the Christian. And we don't trust the process. I made the investment. Chill. He good for it. That's how we got to think. I'm talking about God. He's good for it, Taylor. Boy, yeah. What a gift. 
let's read this. Uh, number three. What a gift, excuse me, what a gift life is to those who what? Stay, to those who do what? Those who do what? Those who do what? Stay the course. You've heard, of course, of Job stay in power, and you know how God brought it all to, uh, for him. To, excuse me. Uh, and you know how God brought it all together for him at the end. What he got double por- uh, double portion. That's because God cares cares right down to the last detail. So what a gift life is to those who are you staying the course. Matter of fact. If you don't have a cause, you not you don't even know what the course is. Number four, number four. So what's number one? You know, y'all, look, everybody, look at me. Don't don't put them back up yet, Tim. Let me see if it's sticking. Number one, you gotta have a, you gotta have a what? Cause or why? Number two, you gotta you gotta have what? Courage. Because once you decide to chase that cause, it's gonna take courage to move in that direction. Okay? Because there's gonna be a lot of people. Why are you doing it, girl? Girl, you know you only live once. That's exactly why I'm doing it. Girl, you know now. Now you know. I know if I stay here, what's going to happen? Nothing. Number three, commitment. Number four, you got to critique yourself. What I mean by that, every now and again, you got to stop doing evaluation. Okay? I do it every week. Every week. You got to critique yourself. Critique a detailed analysis, what? An assessment of your progress. That was a typo, my typo. It's supposed to say you, your. Well, of you, progress. <laughs> a detailed analysis and assessment of what? Your progress. And let me tell you something. When you keep repeating the same thing over and over, you're not analyzing your progress. Are y'all hearing me? If you're still talking about the same old, same old, I mean, you know, you and gauge your process. I've been on this, been on this uh, eating healthy thing for about six months. How, how, that's good. How much you lost? I ain't lost no pounds yet. Well, see, you, you, you're not. Do, you, you need to do a detailed analysis and assessment. How are you six months in and nothing changed? You don't have a. That's just an example. Why y'all looking at me like what you trying to do? What you, what you trying to do? Pastor, I mean. Giving and tithing all these years and nothing happened. First of all, somebody lying. Because if I've been consistent with it, that's supposed to be some fruit. What they don't tell you is that, you know, I, I ain't like, you know, I they, they, it never ceases to amaze me. Then when I start investigating, well, Pastor, well, you know, well, I did. Well, I'm going to go on and be honest with you. They tickle me doing that. Well, I'm going to go on and be honest. But you're not hurting me by not having a why. I got a why. You hurt yourself when you don't have a why or cause. So you got to critique yourself. Galatians 6 and 4. And we'll, let's, let's give you two more weeks. Come on. But come on. But each of you must carefully scrutinize his what? Own work. Examine his actions. At, okay, okay. What do you mean examine his actions, attitudes, and behavior? Am I still leading my life based upon bi- biblical principles? Or is my behavior going in the way of the world? And then, what? He can have the personal satisfaction and then the joy of doing something commendable without. So, rather than comparing yourself about what he doing, is he doing it? Am I doing, am I sticking to this thing? Because what's happening, if I'm not, then I look at this person. Now, envy set in, jealousy, not knowing all I got to do is stay the course. Because principles don't discriminate. I'm going to tell you something. People, I want this to resonate. People who are not motivated, they don't have a why. And why don't you have a why? A cause. You know, and you know what some are depending on? They're waiting on other people who have a cause. They want to eat our increase. I don't want to do it, but, if, but if, if you help me. Why are you waiting on me to eat? I'm glad you called. I was hungry. Oh, ooh, ooh, no, you didn't. You ever had somebody do that? Girl, I'm glad you called me. I was hungry. Why haven't you eaten? Well, I was waiting on you. But anyway, what number we on? Because y'all looking like, okay, number five. Number five. Okay, continue. Okay, there needs to be consistency. Y'all look at me. Hold up, Tamara. Take it off. I don't want them to see it yet. Let's see it because I need you to get this. Because if I can, I cannot recite what I haven't retained. Or repeat what I haven't retained. So if if I can repeat it, that means it's in me. So number one, we got to have got to have a cause. Number two, we got to have courage. Number three, commitment. Number four, critique. 
Number five, you got to be consistent. What's consistency? Be ye transformed by the renewing. See, that's consistency. What does that mean? That means more often than not. Regularity. All the time. Every day. Non-stop. Perpetually. Steadfast adherence to the... Good my God almighty. Steadfast adherence to the same... What, what was it? To the... So that means... I'm not going to deviate off what I know being working for me. Boy, yeah. And let, 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 let me tell you something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you're doing something and things get chaotic or whatever, you, what you have to stop and look at, don't look at God. Look at what I must have missed a step because his word has proven true. So it's something that if I'm not getting a return, if it is not happening, either I'm in a gestation period or I missed a step being that. I skipped that principle. Boy, y'all. Oh, man. Joshua. Let, let, let me tell you something. When Moses went on to be with the Lord, then God has done a minute in this life. And the same thing he said to Joshua, he, he said to us. He told Joshua, just like I was with Moses. <laughs> okay, I'll prove it to you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. If you make your bed in Hades. The Lord is like, what you doing down here? <laughs> so he's always with you that's why he's known as Jehovah Shammah the Lord who is present he's there man Joshua 1 and 9 yeah that's the last one do you see this remember look what he said look what he said he said remember that I have commanded you hold on, hold on. I'm charging you to be determined and confident it, look, it's not up for debate. It's almost like saying, you, you better be determined and confident because you're my child. So not being confident is not an option. We reading it like, well, well I'm, you know, I don't pass, I, don't, I mean, things happen. I commanded you. Do y'all see this? Let's read it. Remember, first of all, remember, first of all, remember when you get, try to get discouraged, when people start talking crazy, remember that I have commanded you to be determined. When you think of determined, what do you think about? Come hell, high water, low water, no, you know, Pastor T, you said that? She used to say that. Come hell, high water, low water, no water. Be like a bulldog on the pork chop. Don't. He said be determined and confident. What am I being confident in, Sister Moore? His principles. That's why I said, now, this is the confidence that I have in him. Do you guys hear this? My confidence system McCain is in his ability, not mine, his. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Why are you discouraged? You're discouraged. You're fooling with people who don't have a why. Because those of us who have a why, we can encourage you and lift you up. And if you try to get discouraged, you're going to remember. The Lord, you know, the Lord commanded me to be confident. See, see, so when you walk in there, you're going to go in there with your head up. I'm going in there with confidence. Somebody called me today about an opportunity to do, or send me a message about an opportunity to, you know, for ministry to do a billboard thing. I said, okay, well, you know, I, let me see what Holy Spirit say. Because even though the price sounds good, I, I, I got favor. We have favor. Let me see what Holy Spirit say. So whatever he tell, he might tell me, don't leave it alone. He might say, count off whatever. But I got confident in, I don't, I, 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 I don't, the, whatever the I, I pay the world system no attention whatsoever. Because I, I, I haven't conformed myself to that nonsense, and don't care what they say. Why? Because God has commanded me to be confident, and it's in Him. See, when, again, when you see him move, you remember, hey, I met pastor. You remember when we was in court? You remember when I had to go to court? And, and I, what I do, I stretch, when I, the Lord told me to stretch my hand towards it. See, now, some people making it like Friday night, they, your response, they act like they don't believe me. Did I, stre did, did, did I stretch my hands towards the judge? And when we got in the lawyer's office, what he did? You remember, he, he told us exactly what to see. <laughs> she over Bill back. The, the, listen, y'all know the story. When we got in the dark, doc, this is when my life's were revoked, way before I met pastor. So when we got, in, 
when we got in the presence of the law, you re represented me back in the day. He told us exact. First of all, he said, "Well, you know, a fool represents. You know what they say? A fool represents set. Whatever the nonsense is about a yeah, you know, whoever goes in there without a lawyer is a fool. Basically, what he was saying. Then, right after that, this is almost true. He told us. He didn't know he was telling us. Just like when Jehoshaphat and the people, the Lord gave them instructions to bring out the praise team and the enemies started, they went against themselves. So, and I, when we went back in after the recess, I literally regurgitated what the lawyer said. And the judge looked at the DA and said, well, has he had a ticket? And they said, no. He said, well, reinstate him. But he didn't even, but, I, I, but where it started, I had confidence in God. Now, I ain't, I ain't move quick and act fool because you, you move quick in court. You're going, they're, going, they're already looking to see who's looking at you. And I ain't get up and make a scene. I just stretch. Like, mm, mm. You know how I like you stretching? Like, I, I may look like it. See, he, see here, here's what, he didn't say do it. He just said stretch. But I, the, I, I took that hand around, put it on that joker. <laughs> the, hey, then I got bold with it. When I, when I sit it on the crystal, I kind of stuck it there for a minute. Like looked at him, then brought that thing back. Judge didn't know. <laughs> That's that confidence, man. Y'all, y'all don't, y'all missing this, man. Y'all here? Remember that I have commanded you. All you got to have is the. When I was just, when I went to school of ministry, I stayed right by the school because when I got there, I didn't have a car, but I had a vision up of one. And was out walking one day and I seen this Corvette, and I was like, man, it started daydreaming. Got in it. Man, you know how you start. Yeah, I can see my man. You know, you're doing all that little stuff. Then you get out in reality and say, how you going to pay for it? <laughs> That's reality. But there's another set of principles that I govern myself by. And I, I, and I, and I just called my dad just told, just told him I seen it. Did, did, I didn't say, hey, I need you. I didn't do none of that. And the dude told me, man, won't you come on in here and fill out the application? I said, man, for what? Just, just to see where you're at. It don't matter. Who going to pay for it? If you gave it to me today, it ain't going to do me no good. I'll have it about a month. Then y'all come back and get it. What am what, 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 what I going to do that for? But it's called confidence. Are y'all here? About three days, maybe later, the dude called said, man, come get your car. I said, who? What car? <laughs> But make a long story short, because I had the confidence, God used my father to sow this debt-free, paying cash. All because of the confidence. And when I left California, the one thing, that's why we got to follow those who have the faith and patience, man. One thing, let, let me tell you something. I had this, in the past now, we used to, we ain't did it lately, but we used to do it back in the day. Just, just talk about whose struggle was the worst. Because when you was in school, you know, times was, I didn't have, I was in school. I didn't want like I was working. Full-time school. So whatever I got, it was, <laughs> I was like the birds of the air, lilies of the field. If I got something because it failed down in front of me or something, because <laughs> I had <laughs> walk behind you, you drop a piece of bread, hey, brother, you don't want to. It, well, it wasn't that bad. But look, <laughs> but this honest truth, between believing God's confession of word, I can't count the many times I went to a mailbox, somebody sent me money on us. Somebody said this. Somebody called and said, hey, we said, all because of confidence. And it's not by happenstance that God, Sister Flot, honored your prayer because she prayed. She was watching Apostle Price. Lord, why, not, why don't we have this in Alabama? So not only did he send you one, but two from the very place, and what to all y'all, but, but two from the very place that you said, why can't we get this? So it's not by happenstance that he would take both of us there at different times where we have to learn how to trust God ourselves so we can come back together with all of that together and give to you, and all we got to do is follow them as they follow Christ. How the same. Look. For, for confidence, put Galatians 1 and 9. And for, God, for, for consistency, put Galatians 6 and 9. 4 was Galatians 6 and 4. So 5 is Galatians 6 and 9. Just swap 5 and 6. And let us not what? Grow weary, become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap, reap if we do not give up. So confidence was number was Joshua 1 and 9. Oh, oh, well, let's read number 6. Let, let's read it. Confidence, the feeling of belief that one can what? Rely on someone or something. What is it? 
Okay, so our confidence is in who? So the feeling or belief that we can rely on someone, that person is God. Why? Because he never lies. He can't lie. His principles, his truths have been road tested and proven. So these are things, listen, notice everything, even what Pastor has been giving us are principles, right? So all we do is just, just keep working the principles in conjunction with whatever, this and that, and just keep working the... But you got to have a cause. What's next? You got you to gotta have courage. Number three. God, man, see, that's a big one. Because there will be things, because when you step out, there may be times where, hey, it might look tight. But because I know that this works, guess what? You stay the course, man. Number four, critique. So it, it, periodically, you got to stop and make sure, am I making progress? Because you, this is important because some, so oftentimes, especially in business, we, we wait till we like in the red deep to do an assessment. And then it takes a whole, it, you know, sometimes it's hard to get out because it had I checked this last month, had I did it biweekly, had I, then I could have caught it earlier. But if I'm not constantly checking my progress and doing assessments, it could catch up with me. Number five, you want to be consistent where well, you got to have consistency. What is that? Doing it when? When, but, but you know, some days you may not feel like it, so them days you take a break, right? Huh? Huh? I mean, you gotta do it all the time. And number six, he commanded you though to be confident. See, y'all missing this, man. He commanded you. And, and see, it, it's not arrogance; it's confidence. And there's a certain scent. On an individual, and people see people don't know they take it as he think he cocky. No, she thinks no, she's confident. Yeah, confidence, and you can see it because because they're walking in the truth of God's word, and and you can be so bold with it because man, it's it's been proven time and time. He's he never misses. He's 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 never wrong. Now, who who wouldn't be confident in somebody? Who's never missed it? I, I, I'm not talking about even a half a time. N- never. And you can't walk in confidence in that. You can walk in confidence in that. Because it's been tested and tried. Amen. Let's get the Lord a hand clap of praise. Let's get the Lord a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.